to be seated. <laughs> mm. Wow. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tracy Bethay. I am WM's um, director at Northview Harvest Ministries. Um, it is so good to see you all. Um, I'm so excited about tonight. Um, I have an expectancy um, that has been building for some time about tonight. And I know the Lord wants to do something, is going to do something wonderful and awesome in each and every lady tonight and man. <laughs> um, and so I'm just excited. Um, I want to, um, before we get started, I want to give honor to Pastor Kim Hodge as First Lady of Northview Harvest Ministries. We like to also give honor to our former First Lady a woman who has been a leader not only in this house, but also in WMs on just about every level. Please um, give honor to Pastor Joyce Blaze. Our mom. <laughs> Also like to let, um, recognize Miss um, Linda Quick. I don't think she's here though. No, but she is our WM direct, uh, district director, um, and she's one of our own at Northview Harvest Ministries. Also, is there any churches here? From um, yep. You want to stand and tell me where you're from? everyone well, we're so glad to have you all um, I'd also like to welcome our online, uh, online congregation plus Transformation Church in Greensboro North Carolina um, Pastor Kim Bullis is watching 
And we're so glad y'all have joined us tonight. And for those who may not know, our restrooms are right out the door and to your right, and it's right there on your left. Um, let me see. Hold on, I lost my place. Oh, also I'd like to tell you a little bit about this, um, the beautiful um, canopies, prayer canopies here. Um, during the altar call, if you would like to come and just um, spend time with the Lord, intimate prayer, you're welcome to come. It is open for you to come during the altar. Um, also, I want to thank everyone that had a part of making this weekend possible. There was many prayers. There have um, the decorations are beautiful, beautiful. So much time and energy has been in, went into that, and um, I don't want to start naming names because I may forget someone. But everyone that had a hand in, in um, prayer or anything for making this night possible, this weekend possible, I thank you for it. Um, now it's time um, to give. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. You know, we used to sing a song back in the day during revival times. I don't know what you come to do. You and you and you and you. But I come to clap my hands. I come to do my dance. I come to leap for joy. Oh, y'all, are y'all ready? Well, let's start by giving to the Lord. And I was, as I was praying about the offering tonight, I believe that the Lord wants us to give an expected offering. What are you expecting the Lord to do? What are you expecting the Lord to do tonight? I want to just read a portion of a scripture with that expectancy in your mind. So as I read, I want you to ask the Lord, what can I give you to show that I'm expecting you to do something miraculous for me? Because the word of God declares that he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. So don't ask a little bit because God's gonna see what you're asking. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God is able to make all grace and every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. And what is our declaration in this house? There is. There is. So that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Wouldn't you like to be able to say, what, what do you need? I can give that. 
Can you sow in expectancy tonight? The ways, do we have the ways to give? We have cash app. You can write a check. You can give cash. Whatever, whatever way that you want. If you would please stand and prepare your hearts to give unto the Lord an expected seed. Just take a moment to ask the Lord, what, what can I give you in faith for you to believe that I believe, I believe that God is able. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you are able to exceed my expectation. Thank you, Jesus, that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. And I bless this offering, God. We know that we are sowing into good seed. So, Father, as your girls, your beloved, are sowing this seed of expectation, I pray that you will bless every single one. Multiplied abundantly, Father. We give you glory because it is due you. It is due you. And we say thank you. And we are waiting in expectation for all that you're going to do. We can't praise you enough, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Why don't you give him a praise? In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can y'all come with some joy? Can we have some joy music? Can we have some joy? <laughs> so we're going to come from the left. We ask you to come from the back and come forward on this side first. And then gonna come to our right so you can start on the back and just come forward and give your offering please move out from the back and come forward to my left
I'd like to tell you just a little bit about our speaker, Reverend Beth Stevens Johnson. She is like family here at Northview. <laughs> we love her. Yes. Mm -hmm. Beth was born and raised with roots running deep in Pentecost. She accepted the call to preach at a young age and has now shared the gospel for over 30 years, over 30 years uh, across the United States and abroad. She has served the kingdom during these years as youth pastor, associate pastor, and full-time evangelist, and is currently now, currently continuing to evangelize. Before we move into worship, I just want to read a scripture and pray over you, pray over you. It is in Psalm 100. It says, lift up a shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy. And realize that this, this, and realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping Yahweh our God. For he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. You can pass through his open gates with the password praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness towards you, towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Father, I just thank you for tonight. I thank you for this weekend. I thank you for each and every one that is here and everyone that's watching online. Father, I just I pray that we keep our eyes fixed and focused on you that we would have life-changing encounters this weekend. Encounters that not only change us, but change everyone that we encounter. Let your love flow to us and from us always, Lord. Let us see those eyes of love that forever changes us. Give us such a deep hunger and a thirst for your presence to just be, just to come away and be with you, to come up higher where you are, that we could see the way you see. I thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen.
for first loving us, Lord. We thank you. Oh, you loved us first. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You really love us. Thank you, Lord. I've got a friend.
So much. 
chasing you tonight. Cause the wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no
bless you. You started it all, Lord. You loved me first. You are the answer to my problems, the source of my life. Thank you, Lord. And I don't want anything else, nothing else. Do. do you just want him, ladies? How do you just want Jesus? We just want you, Lord. We just want you, Lord. I'm caught up, caught up in your Come out of your seat. Let's tell him we're sorry for all the times we missed it. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. 
tonight to baptize you afresh in my first love fire. I call you back daughters to your first love for you have done great works for me. You have done great things for me. But have you lost your first love? Have you left your first love? I call you back to me tonight. Oh, this is a new chapter. This is a new page we're turning. This is a new beginning in me. I am calling you back into myself. I am calling you back into my arms. I am calling you back to know me more intimately than you've ever known me before. This is a Kairos moment for you. This is a line of demarcation for you. This is a special point in time for you where I have called you back to my heart and you have responded to me. Oh, respond to me for I have great things in store for you. We say yes to you, Lord. We say yes, we say yes. Yes, Lord. We will come, we will come. fresh love fire. <laughs> I, I know that many of you already have. Many of you have already been renewed and refreshed in your spirit. For that we give God praise. But before this week, before this night is over, our prayer is that another wave of his fire will come and that every person will leave here tonight with that fresh love fire burning in their hearts. Amen. You may be seated in his presence if you can. Lord, you're so good. You're so awesome. We just thank you for the privilege of being here together tonight. We thank you for this awesome time in your presence, and we give you all the praise and glory for it. We bless those tonight who were planned to be here and could not because of sickness. We pray your healing virtue to touch and make well those who are looking this way for prayer tonight. We pray your anointing on our speaker tonight. Anoint Beth as a, with a fresh fire from heaven tonight. Touch her tired body. Minister her by your spirit. Give her the ability to speak exactly what you would have her say, the way you would have her say. We want to thank you for this gift that you've sent us. We respect the gift that you've sent us, and we wait patiently to hear the word of God. And all God's people said a big amen. 
Are you ready for the word of God tonight? Beth, come along. Beth has already been um, introduced, and while Beth is coming, I just would like to say uh, that Fresh Love, Fresh Fire song that we sang was written by Wanda Albright and, um, and Rolando assisted with the, with the music. Can we just give them a hand for that beautiful song tonight? Praise the Lord. Wow. How do you even get up and say anything after that? I'm not real sure. Um, but what a, the powerful presence of Almighty God. Certainly we know that in his presence, I, one of my favorite verses, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. And certainly I believe that's what we are experiencing uh, tonight. The presence and the, the blessing of the presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm so thankful for that. Thank you, Lord. You know, do you ever think about it? Don't ever take it for granted because look at us. We're just mere mortals. I mean, look at who we are, uh, but only we're worthy only through the blood of Jesus. We're worthy only through him. Nothing of in and of ourselves. In him we live and in him we move and it's in him we have our being. And so what an amazing thing that the Lord would move like this. And for us, amen, praise the Lord. What a blessing to see you all and what a joy to be here tonight. And it is like being home and I'm just so grateful for that. I just thank Miss Kim so much for letting me come. I'm so thankful for Miss Tracy for uh, opening the door. And I don't know who all was a part of, of it, but I'm so grateful. And thank you. Y'all have been, I just can't even tell you just how gracious everyone's been. And I haven't even, even gotten the car to come. And already phone calls and people saying we're praying, we're believing God. And I just can't tell you what a blessing it's been to me. And of course, um, of course, uh, Sister Blaise is uh, one of my very favorites in the whole wide world. And so, even if I didn't want to preach, I'd come just to see her. <laughs> That's the truth. And so, I just so appreciate her. And uh, exciting to see what the Lord is doing here at Northview. Uh, wow. And just to walk in. And uh, I know y'all are probably used to it by now, but for uh, to walk in and see this, I was like, wow, look at this. It looks amazing. And I believe anytime you start seeing things happening in the natural, uh, like on this platform or around here, I just believe it is a direct indication that something's also going on in the spirit. I really do. I just believe it is, and I thank the Lord for that. And I'm grateful that y'all would let me come in and be a part of this fresh fire uh, weekend with all of you ladies and men. Uh, but it's good to see you. I um, have a message tonight. I'll be honest with y'all, just sitting on the front row. And I said, now, Lord, what do you want me to do tonight? I felt like I knew the direction you wanted me to go in, uh, but it feels like the service is kind of shifting a little, so help me to know. And, um, and I just felt just a real move of the Lord to say, uh, continue in the direction I told you to go in. So I'm going to do that tonight, just trusting him. 
uh, to give us exactly what he wants to say and, and what he wants in our life. And I'm just trusting that as um, it was already said here, I'm trusting that for those of you that might not have, uh, maybe you didn't dive in uh, for this fresh fire, you can dive in now. Amen. It's not too late this weekend. It's your weekend. It's been set up just for you. It's been set up for your life to be changed. And today I just thank the Lord for that. And we receive that tonight. Um, open your Bibles, if you would, to Matthew 14. Matthew 14 is where I'd like for us to look. And I want us to read verse 15 through verse 21. And I'm just reading from the King James Version. But as you begin to look at it, you'll see that there's a lot of things in there uh, that... Um, make no sense to us in 2023, uh, but we can kind of maneuver it, and um, I, I'm just going to use this version, though. I think sometimes it says some things very beautifully, and I love it. Then some things it says, and I think, what in the world? I don't know exactly what it meant, and you'll see that in just a few minutes, but Matthew, a very familiar scripture, very familiar scripture. You'll all know it. A very simple message tonight. I hope that'll be okay. Uh, but it's really what I, the direction I felt the Lord had me to go in tonight. Matthew 14, verses 15 through 21. And it says, And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. That's the word. That means food, just in case. It says, but Jesus said unto them, they need not depart. Give you them to eat. In other words, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, well, we have here, but all we have is five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. I love that. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes and looked Looking up to heaven, he blessed and he broke and he gave the loaves to the disciples, his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled and they took up the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men besides the women and the children. Amen. I want us to go back and look at the verse that says, bring them here to me. Hallelujah. That's what I want to preach about tonight, just for a few minutes. And uh, let's just see what the Lord wants to speak to us. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, I know you've already touched hearts and lives. I know you've already ministered to so many people. But evidently, you've got a word that you want to get out to somebody today. It may just be for one. I don't know. It may be for a handful. It may be for everybody that's here. I don't know. But all we know, Lord, is that we can trust you. And so I'm trusting you to help me to deliver this word just like you gave it to me. Direct me in everything I say. But, Lord, I pray also for every heart that's here that nobody would leave out of here uh, and be able to say I didn't hear from the Lord. I, the Lord didn't speak to me. Lord, I just pray right now that you would open up their ears. Open them up, Lord, so that they would hear you clearly. And Lord, I just praise you and for everything that's accomplished. We know it's because of you and we give you glory and we give you honor and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody shout it out tonight, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So the title of my message today is Take It to Jesus. 
Amen. Just take it to Jesus. In the time that we're living in, I, I really believe it's one of the reasons that these women's conferences and just this time of worship and this time of, of diving in, as we said a moment ago, is so important because this is the day, um, if you would just let me speak in the natural, today is the day um, in the natural of a lot of ulcers. Today is the day as we are looking around, a lot of headaches, a lot of tension. I got on the road today and I hadn't been on the road probably 30 minutes. And you know how it is, always running at the last minute. And so I, I needed every minute that I had on the road to get here. And uh, my tire pressure gauge, the light came on. And I thought, oh great, I just got these brand new tires. I've been having trouble ever since I've had them. I pulled into one place. The line was wrapped around the building. I thought, are y'all giving them way like free oil changes what's going on right here so I got I, I just drove around the building one man came out a, a guy that worked there and he just looked at me like I don't even know what's going on I don't even know and I was like bye I don't either and and I went to the next place right down the road and I pulled in and and the guy was looking he said I don't know why didn't you get your tires from us I was like, please, sir, please. I said, I'm in a stressful time. I need these tires just checked. Will you see if there's any air in these tires? That's all I need to know, sir. And, um, and I said, I'm traveling on the road. I had to open the back of my car. And he said, I see you got all your luggage. I said, check the air in the tire, buddy. That's how I felt. I'm, I'm telling you today about tension and about headaches. Some of you know what it's like to feel this worry. Some of you know what it's like to feel frustration and anxiety. I don't want to focus on that tonight, but let's just be honest just for a few moments, if you would. Uh, we live in a time that there's so much distress around us. Uh, it's no wonder you're here tonight. It's no wonder you signed up and said, I'm going to come and you uh, laid aside everything else you could do on a Friday night uh, and you decided to come to the house of the Lord because you said, I need more. Amen. I need God to speak to me. I need God to give me a touch. I need that fresh fire from heaven. Amen. In a time that we see so much confusion. I'm talking about in the natural. In the time that it feels like sometimes that the burdens are almost unbearable. And really I believe as times get more complex and it does feel like that doesn't it? It seems like times just get more and more complex as people. Men and women just like us. It seems like we begin to drift further and further away from the simple life that Jesus Christ called us to live. You know what I mean? Sometimes it feels like we're just filling our life up with so much and it gets so complex and we think what are all these difficulties and what's happening with all these troubles and it goes right along with this complex life and everywhere you look people are seeking for answers. People are seeking for uh, solutions to their problem. What can I do? I look at women all the time, all the time, thank the Lord, but I look at women all the time. I had an opportunity to be with uh, ministers just the other the other week and I looked out over a congregation of, of ministers and their wives and you could see it on their faces. You could hear their comments in the altar time and they were looking at, at problems they couldn't solve. They were dealing with issues they didn't know what to do with. Maybe you're here tonight and you know exactly what I'm talking about. I looked at a 
at, at people that were longing for an answer. Just give me some clarity. Just give me an answer. And then I'll just tell you today, and maybe you understand what I'm talking about. We've got a lot of specialists today that are trying to solve problems with really, I'll just say with godless theories. Uh, they're trying to solve problems today with the theories of unbelievers. And how many of you know that'll never get us anywhere? Amen. It'll never get us anywhere. And we see that people will leave out of the offices of the um, of the experts and you find that they're only troubled further. It seemed like they've only went further down in that hole. And, and I've, I've noticed this and you probably have too. I know a lot of people that's good at diagnosing difficulties. They're good at saying I see what it is but many times they have no answer, no solution for the problems. Amen. They don't know what to tell them. It's simply because they do not recognize that Jesus Christ is the solution to everything every human problem, amen. Jesus Christ is the solution to every every need of mankind or womankind, amen. He's the answer. The word of the Lord said, and you know it well in Philippians 4, 19, but my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Who is it? The Lord, the King of glory, amen. I want you to know today in Christ there is sufficiency, amen. I, I wanna say that again, in Christ there is sufficiency. Praise the Lord. And so I want to give you a couple of, as I said earlier, just simple points about this. Jesus, I want you to know this without a doubt. Jesus can meet your need. You say, Beth, I've been in every, I've been to every expert. I've been to every counselor. I've been to every doctor. I've been to all of my friends. I've been to everybody I could go to. But I want to stop again and I want to tell you that Jesus can meet all of your needs. I look at this text here and it's so well known, a lot of times I think we look over the obvious because we've heard it so many times and it's been preached on so many times and we've read it over and over and over. But when you look at these men, just stop for a moment, and these women and probably children out there too, they're starving, they're famished. They're, oh, I don't mean starving as in they're, they're, they're literally starving, but they are very hungry. They are so hungry and they're looking around and they're saying we've heard the sermon we've heard the message we've seen the miracles and then they, they say but there's something we need physically in our bodies we need uh, some food we're so hungry and Jesus said he looked at the disciples uh, our disciples looked at him I'm sorry and they looked at him they said send the multitudes away Send the multitudes away. Tell them to go into the, into the villages and maybe stop by McDonald's and get them a little something to eat. I know it's a ways that they may have to walk, but we don't have anything. Send them away. Oh my goodness, today, that is the same treatment that multitudes of people are receiving today. They're being told, I don't have an answer for you. They're being told, I don't know what to do for your problem. They're being told, I I've got a medication that'll help you, that'll maybe help you to sleep at night and maybe help you somehow manage this in your mind, amen. But I want you to know something today. I want you to know that the Lord Jesus can meet your need, amen. I see today 
that we're in a crisis hour. I see so many friends that are in a crisis hour and people will say, send them somewhere else. People are even in churches. People go, man, I hope they don't come to our church. They just got such issues. Amen. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Amen. Uh, they said, I hope they don't come to our church because they got such issues and we really don't know how to handle that. Oh, I'm telling you today. Oh, oh Lord, help the churches today that we no longer send people away, but instead uh, we've got an answer for them, not because of who we are, but because of who he is. Amen. Uh, oh, I look at Jesus and Jesus said, no way. We're not sending them away. We're in a desert place. There's nowhere to get food. There's nowhere to buy food. I, I want you to know something today. When human supplies are exhausted, amen, when there's nothing else for humans to give, oh, I can tell you all it takes is, is five loaves, amen. All it takes is two fish. The disciples looked at him and said, look, look at us. We don't have anything. We've got a little bit of bread. We've got a little bit of fish. We got it from a kid over here that they packed his lunch before he left and that's all we've got. And Jesus, you already know there is no way, there is nothing that can be done with this amount of food. But Jesus told his disciples this in verse 16. He said they don't need to leave. They don't need to depart. He said, you give them something to eat. They look at him, they said, we told you, we just have a little bit at hand. So what do you, what do you think is happening right here with Jesus and the disciples? They realized that they had a need. They diagnosed their case, but they had no solution, amen. They said they're hungry, we see the need, we have only have a little bit of food, we don't have the answer, but Jesus stops everything everything he said then bring them to me I love that right there I love it he said then just bring them here to me in that place in that desert place where there was nothing can I say it again where there were five loaves and two fish I look and see what the Lord did and when Jesus took that he took it in his hands and he blessed it and he began to break it and you know how the story goes probably I would say at least about 15,000 people maybe even more were fed with that little bit of food how did it happen? Because I want to tell you, Jesus can meet your need. Amen. How did it happen for these hungry people? I want to say it again. Because Jesus can truly meet your need. And the word of the Lord said in verse 20 here, it said, and they did eat. I love this part. And they did eat and they were filled. Don't overlook that. They did eat and it didn't say they got a little nibble and and give it to the next person that hopefully everybody would have a little nibble. No, it said they did eat and they were filled and they took up of the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. Amen. Don't you tell me right now that ain't God. Hallelujah. And I know you say, well, that's one of those miracles in the Bible that wouldn't it be great to see again? I want you to know today he's still a God of miracles. He's still a God of signs. He's still a God of wonders. And he's still our Lord that'll meet our need. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, Jesus will meet your need. Come on, that's right. Just say it like you mean it. Say, Jesus will meet your need. Amen. I believe what this scripture, 
I preached a whole message right here on this part where he took up those baskets. It's hard for me not to veer off on that message, but I won't right now. I'll just give you a nugget here. They took those 12 baskets full of fragments up. Why? Why? Jesus said, don't let anything be wasted. Get those fragments. Let's put them in baskets. I believe it was for those disciples to go out into a lost and a hurting and an empty world and say, let me tell you about what's in my basket. Amen. Let me, I want you to get your hands down in here and get you some. Amen. Dig down in here and get you something to eat. But let me tell you how it happened. I'm talking about a testimony. Amen. I believe the Lord said, take these baskets out and I want you to testify and tell people what I can do in their lives. I'm going to say it again. Jesus will meet our needs tonight. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. But I believe today what it shows us as well is that God will not only supply the needs of humanity, but we know that in Ephesians the word teaches us, I think I've already said it or somebody has, but he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think or even imagine. Hallelujah. You may have walked in here and say, but you don't know what my need is. I don't, I don't, but I do know who my Lord is, amen. And he won't just meet you at that point where he just flicks you off a little bit, but he said, and look, I'll give you 12 baskets full to take on home with you so your husband can see it, amen. So your kids can eat a little, so your grandkids can say, why are these stones stacked up right here, amen. Come on, you know, I don't mean to get off the subject, but you know what I'm talking about. What in the world happened right here, mama, with all of these baskets full of fragments? What like Joshua did in the Old Testament? The Lord said, stack those stones up right there. My goodness, so that when your children pass through this way and they see them there, they'll say, what in the world? And you'll be able to say, that's when the river Jordan parted by the hand of the Lord. Amen. I encourage you today. You don't have to leave here like you walked in. Jesus will meet your needs. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, I love what y'all say. I love what you said about, about this church and, and your declaration over this church because I believe without a doubt our God is a God of superabundance. I believe our God is a, is a God of superlatives. Amen. I believe that's our Lord and every one of your needs can be met in Christ Jesus. I want to say it again. I know I'm not Jesus, but I just love to think about what it must have sounded like when Jesus said, bring them here to me. Amen. Just bring them to me. I've got this. Amen. There's an old song we used to sing. I don't even, I won't even try to, I might sing a little line or two of it, but it's old, old. And most of you won't know it. It's even Southern Gospel. But I love it. <laughs> I still think about it. I learned it when I was a little girl. But the course of it, the verse says, if your life's oppressed and you feel alone, just remember this. God's still on the throne and there's nothing that he cannot do. There's no mountain too high that he won't move it for you. Amen. There is one true friend I'd like to recommend. He promised that he'd be there when you reach the end. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Turn it over to Jesus. 
Jesus. It's what it says. Give it to the Lord. Amen. Why don't today you make a decision to turn it over to the Lord, to give it to Jesus, to come to Jesus. Hallelujah. My goodness, the more I sung it, the more I felt it in my heart. I thought I better stop right here. Or we're going to have an old-timey singing. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. Plus, I couldn't reach the rest of it. But hallelujah. I want you to know something today. You don't have to depart from here. Not because of Northview Harvest, as wonderful as it is, and as much as I respect and love your leadership here, as much as I love what God's doing right here in Laurenburg at Northview Harvest, I want you to know you don't have to depart from here, not because of this church, but because of who's in this church. Amen. You don't have to depart from this church leaving out and saying my needs aren't met. It's absolutely only what the enemy wants you to do because I can tell you Jesus will meet your need. He is the answer today. Jesus said in John 14 and 6, he said, I am the way. He is God's way to mankind, thank the Lord, and to womankind, and he's womankind's way to God. That's Jesus. He's mankind's way out of your difficulty and out of your trouble, and I'm so thankful today that Jesus can truly turn it around. I'm going to give you the second thing today. Hallelujah. Jesus can meet your need, but I want to take it another point. I want to tell you that Jesus can not just meet the need, Jesus can master all of your cares. Amen. Amen. I want to say it again. Jesus can master all of your cares. I never see it, and I'm so thankful for this. It's so encouraging. I never see in the word of the Lord, not one time, anywhere, it's not recorded, where anybody ever came to Jesus with a care, with a burden, with a sickness, with a problem, nor with a sin that Jesus could not master. Never, not one time, I want you to be encouraged, not one time did they ever have to turn away and go, well, I just don't know. It didn't happen. I encourage you today to take your cares to Jesus. Amen. I encourage you today to take every care that you walked into this building with and take them to the Lord. All around us, we see mankind. I'm on the phone. You know how it is, these trips. I don't know. Maybe you don't know, but I'll just tell you, on these trips, when I'm on the road a long time, it seems like I have one phone call after another, after another, after another, and I don't mind taking them, and I don't mind talking to people, but it's shocking to me sometimes to see how the enemy is so harassing people, how he's harassing them with fears and how he's harassing them with anxiety and you can look around and see it for yourself you see the lines, I don't, I don't care what kind of makeup you use, you know I might not talk about this with men in here but let's just go ahead and talk about it ladies I don't care what kind of makeup you use there's nothing that'll fill in those lines, amen not, I, I don't care what kind of uh, what you use under your foundation it ain't good enough Amen. Not those lines of worry. Not those lines of anxiety. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, you can stay in Ulta all day long. They ain't going to help you. I'm telling you, it ain't going to happen. 
But what we've got to know is that's exactly the plan of the enemy is to harass the people of God. If he can't get you to give up, if he can't get you to throw in the towel, if he can just harass you, if he can harass you with that fear, multitudes of people I talk to, they're on the verge, it feels like of a nervous breakdown. Multitudes of people, even in the church, they just, I see them, they wring their hands and they say, I don't know what to do. It seems like worry is robbing mankind. Worry is robbing us who are women who may be mothers, who may be grandmothers. And my goodness, my mama told me like this, and you may, maybe some of you already recognize this. My mama told me, she said, Beth, it's like this. She's just, um, I've told y'all before, but I'll say it again just in case you weren't here. She's as country as the day is long, just salt of the earth. I mean, she loves the Lord, but she'll tell you how it is. She said, Beth, I'll tell you what. I thought when all of y'all got got. Uh, uh, I started to say born again. Thank the Lord for that. But when all of y'all got older and you were adults and you moved out of the house, I thought to myself, I thought, well, my hardest days are behind me. I've got them raised and, and thank God they're in church or, or, you know, thank God. And she said, I was just looking forward to, forward to some, uh, to a break in her life. She said, little did I know it got worse. <laughs> Amen. Little did I know adult children were hard harder than the little ones. She said, when you were little, I could tear you up. <laughs> I could sit you in that seat and say, don't you move or I'm gonna tear you up again and I'll call your daddy. And she said, now y'all are older. She said, I can't whip you. I can't beat you. She said, I can look at you mean and, and I can, uh, now she follows me on the phone all the time. She said, what are you doing at Walgreens? It's late. Don't you know what time it is? Go home. I tell you. Let me just be honest with you. The stress has turned on me. <laughs> but she said, I thought when I got y'all out of the house, my stress was over. And she said, then y'all started having children. My brothers, I have two brothers and a sister. Y'all started having children. Oh, it only got worse, she said. Because now it wasn't just having to deal with y'all. Now I had to deal with how, how y'all raised your children and how you're not doing it right. And how I have to worry about them. And now she said, now they're dating. Now I got to worry about all those girls. And all the, you know what I'm talking about. I know you do. And so today I want you to know something. I look around and I see people. And it looks like that their anxiety is just at a, at a, at a, at a level that we think what has happened. We're people of God. Amen. We're people of God. We're born again. We're spirit-filled people of God. What's happening? That heart disease is so high among even us as believers because of stress and anxiety and all of these things. And even still, we look at the Apostle Paul and he says this. He said, I want you to be free of anxiety. He said in Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing is what he says. I want you to know something today. You may have walked in here and think thank God for a break on Friday night I might have to go back home to it I might have to pick it all back up but I'm going to challenge you today amen uh, turn it over to the Lord amen uh, I want you to know Jesus can master every care that you have uh, I look at the apostle
apostle Peter, I love this, in 1 Peter 5 and 7, we've all quoted it. It said, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. I want you to know he cares about your family situation. Oh, yes, he does. He cares about your children's situation. Oh, yes, he does. He cares about the business issues that you've been having. He cares about what's happening in your home. Oh, yes, he does today. I encourage you. There's too many people. I won't stop right there. There's too many of us, and I can say this especially for us ladies and all of you men, don't point don't jab your wife or you can't come tomorrow. <laughs> but I want you to know all of you ladies, because I am one, I understand what it feels like to feel like I've got to take it into my own hands and I've got to work this out. That's the problem with my mama. Amen. I've got to get this in my own hands and I've got to work this out and I've got to figure my problems out. But Christ is saying something different and he's saying, Bring them here to me. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. You've tried to manipulate it. You've tried to figure it out. You Let me just don't get mad at me because we all know the truth. You've tried to control it. You've tried to uh, massage it and make it work just so-so. And it ain't gonna ever work like that. It won't ever work like that. I had a lady tell me, I think it was last night, or it was Wednesday night. A lady come up to me. She said, I love my husband. Uh, she was serious as a heart attack. She said, I love my husband. I love him and I know he loves God but I'm so mad at him and I didn't know what to do I'm standing at the back door about to uh, you know just shaking hands and hugging everybody say, oh it's so good to see you and she gets right she said I'm so mad at him and I said why why are you so mad I'm not making fun at all because she was upset and she began to tell me because this might be on uh, Facebook I'm not going to say it all but she began to tell me she was so mad because he wasn't doing things like she felt like he should be doing. And I said, but he loves the Lord. She said, I know he does. I'm just mad because he won't do it like this. And sometimes I just have to tell him. I said, I want you to know it ain't gonna help. <laughs> I said, it ain't gonna help. Don't do it. I said, don't do it. Let the Lord deal with it. Amen. I said, let the Lord handle that. I mean, it'd been different if he was out messing around and carousing and drinking and, and whatever with other women, but it wasn't anything like that. She just didn't like something he was doing. And I said, but let God handle it. I said, the Lord can do it. I said, the Lord can do it. She'd already told me how she'd kind of worked it out, how she'd kind of figured it out. I said, it ain't gonna work like that. I said, he's gonna get mad. I said, don't do it. I want you to know something today right here in this place. I encourage you, turn it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord when I get serious about this and you do as well and we have to be right here. I try to laugh a little bit because sometimes it's so necessary. Laughter does good like a medicine. But you've got to know something to me. When we look at anxiety and we look at worry, it is evidence of a lack of trust in our life, a lack of faith and a lack of confidence in the Lord. God looks to us. I know that's hard Maybe I ought to say it one more time. It is evidence of a lack of faith and trust and confidence in the Lord. And it doesn't matter how much you sing it. It doesn't matter how much you, you shout it. It doesn't matter how many times you come to church. If you are full of worry and anxiety, it is a, it's really 
very clear that you're not having confidence and trust in the Lord. And I don't believe, I don't know if there's anything that can break his heart any more other than an unbeliever, but any more for a believer, a Christian, to look to him and say, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you will. I don't know if you're able to do it. It reminds me of the Israelites in our, in our church. We're reading through the Old Testament again. And it, I'm reminded of the Israelites. And I keep looking there at Joshua. And, and I was reading a little bit about, about them and, and what happened. And, 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 it, and the Bible keeps saying, and all of those that didn't believe, they had already, all of them died off. And then God was going to do something. He let all of them die off. I want you to know unbelief is not a little deal. A lack of confidence in believing in the Lord is not a little deal. So I want to be the one to, to tell you and to tell myself, amen, to look in the mirror and say to us, whatever you do, you can take it to Jesus, amen. The word said in Psalms 37 and verse five, God calls for every one of us to unload on him, to commit our ways to him, to trust in him. And the word said, and he will bring it to pass. He will today. Here's something that I, I got a little poem I read one time and I want to share it with you. It said, said the robin to the sparrow, I should really like to know why these anxious human beings rush about and hurry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, friend, I think that it must be that they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. When I read that, I said, Lord, help me. Lord, help me because I do have a heavenly father that cares about me. And you have a heavenly father that cares about you. And the same Jesus that looked at those disciples that day and said, bring those people to me. What he was saying is, I have the answer. I have the hope for every one of them. And I want to give you my third point tonight. And it is this, Jesus cares for you in every one of the difficulties of your life. He, he cares for you. I know some of you may be going home into a situation that you say, Beth, if I told you what was happening, it would make your hair stand up on end. I get that. I don't like to hear those stories. I try to stay away from them. I'll be honest with you. It hurts my heart. But I don't know what your difficulty is. But I can promise you today that Jesus cares for you in your difficulty. I talked to a woman just the other day. And she said, I'm angry. I'm mad. She never would say I'm mad at God. But I knew that's exactly what she wanted to say. She said, I'm angry and I'm mad. She said, I lived in abuse. I tried to serve the Lord and I lived in pain and I lived in abuse and my children lived in abuse. I did what I thought was right. I even did what some people in the church told me to do and unfortunately she stayed in that situation in a terrible, abusive, horribly painful situation. And she said, I could tell it by her, her voice, by the way she was acting, that she was so angry that God did not fix it, that God did not turn it around.
realm. I can tell you today, I don't understand everything that happens, but I do know that people have a free will, but we do as well. And what we can do, amen, is we can look to heaven and say, God, I'm trusting in you. I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how to work it out, but I'm walking out of this door and I'm asking you and trusting you to turn his life around. Meanwhile, I'm gonna cling on to you. I'm gonna hold on to your everlasting arms. I'm gonna lean back on you and I'm gonna trust you that even in all of these difficulties, you will make a way, amen. I've seen women that say, I can't, I don't even know why I'm going here. I have no thought of this earlier, but I see women that'll say, I can't come out of it. I can't quit. I can't get away from it because I need the finances. I want you to know something today. The Lord will meet and supply every need. The Lord will make a way for you, amen. The Lord will provide for you. He'll do it today. Don't be afraid. I see women living with men and I'll say, look, you know what the Bible says. They'll say, I know, I know what the Bible says, but I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know how to get free. I don't. I wouldn't have anywhere to live. I don't know what I'd do. I said, oh my goodness, turn it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. Give it to the Lord. He'll make a way, amen. Whatever your difficulty looks like today, turn it over to the Lord, amen. Hold fast to him. He's interested. He, I want you to hear me today. When they were singing these songs about love, oh, when they were singing these songs about love, there were some of you that sit on these pews and you doubted it. There were some of you that sit in these seats and you heard it and you saw the passion of the people, but you doubted it because some of the things that you're dealing with I don't know why. The Lord's just kind of taking me in a direction, so let's just go there for a minute. I want you to know the Lord cares about even the very basic task that you do in your house. You say, Beth, I'm a woman. I stay home. My husband works. I stay home with the kids or I stay home with the grandkids. I want you to know something. The Lord sees. The Lord knows. I preached a message right here. The Lord has heard your cry. The Lord has seen your tears and the Lord knows what you're going through. I want to repeat it again today. The Lord has heard your cry. The Lord has seen your tear and the Lord knows exactly what you're going through. Amen. I want you to hear me one more time. I said the Lord has heard your cry. The Lord has seen your tears and the Lord knows exactly where you're at. And the same God that loves these women that we're seeing up here and these men, the same God that wraps his arms around these men and women up here that you saw just worshiping the Lord is the same God that wants to move right where you are and wrap his arms around you in the middle of that trouble, in the middle of that difficulty, in the middle of that sickness in the middle of you being a caregiver and you never thought it would happen for you like this but here you are and you think what has happened I want you to know the Lord cares for you in the difficulties of your life amen oh yes he does and yes he does love you amen yes he does love you I can promise you you may think today Beth you don't know I'm just I'm just a common woman I'm just a common woman. Nobody even hardly knows my name. Oh my, I can promise you today the Lord knows your name. 
I can promise you today you're not a Walmart shopper to him. I can tell you you're not just another patient number, not to him. Amen. I want you to know something today. When he sees you, he doesn't just see that you're a female. Amen. But he looks at you and he calls you by name. Amen. He looks at you and he calls you daughter. I want to say it again. The Lord cares for you in these situations in your life that are so very difficult. He does. I don't know why. Maybe I come just to tell somebody that right there because I want you to hear this. It's the master. It's our master. Not a, but our master. Our father who art in heaven, Jesus said. And when I look at our master, I want to call him, he's our master. He's my master. He's the one that gave the rose that smell, that beautiful smell. He is the one that clothed the fields with that green grass that we see sometimes just blowing in the wind. He is the one who feeds the birds that fly around in the air around us. And I want you to know something that he's doing for you today. He, I believe he is shouting it out. He is saying, and I care about you. And I care about the difficulties that you're in. And I care that you're hungry. And I care that you're tired. And I care that things are like they are. He said, come here to me. Amen. Bring them here to me. Can I say today if you have lost your health and you say look at my health who would have ever thought. He said come here to me. Oh my goodness. Woo! He said come here to me. If you're looking around today and you say you don't know I'm bankrupt. I'm jobless. I don't know what to do. He said come here to me. Amen. If you've lost loved ones or if you've lost your friends and you say maybe you've lost them to death or possibly you've lost them that they've rejected you and turned away from you. I want you to know what he's doing. He's saying come here to me. Amen. Can't you hear Abba Father that looks out to us today and he said just come here, come here to me, he said I'm going to meet your need, Hebrews 13 says I will never leave you the Lord said I will never forsake you, hallelujah oh thank you Lord who is the Lord speaking to today? Jesus doesn't ever tell us that we're not gonna have troubles, but this is what he does say. He said, but my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hallelujah. Maybe if you'll help me to close. I'm getting close to there. Why not tonight? Why not take your problems to Jesus? Why not turn them over to Jesus? Oh, I'm just gonna do it one more time. If your life's so pressed, and you feel alone, just remember this. God's still on the throne. And there's nothing that he cannot do. There's no mountain too high that he won't move it for you. I want to stop right there. I want to say that again. I want you to hear me today. I want you to hear it loud and clear. I want you to hear it loud and clear today. Take it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. Turn it over to the Lord. Why have you been carrying it as long as you have? Why have you been shoving it back down in your purse and going back and getting your car and you have the look, but the Lord is saying, turn it over to me. If your life's so pressed and you feel alone, just remember this. God's still on the throne. Oh my goodness, and there's nothing that he cannot do. There's no mountain too high 
that he won't move it for you. Don't you believe that today? It's not just a song. It's not just something you hear your preacher say. It's not just something that you get excited about. Oh, isn't that great? No, I'm telling you the truth. Turn it over to Jesus. Give it to the Lord today. Oh, if your life's oppressed and you feel alone, oh, just remember this. God's still on the throne. I don't know why I feel like saying it again. If your life's oppressed and you feel alone, just remember tonight, he's still on the throne and there's nothing for you that he cannot do. There's no mountain too high that he won't move it for you, for your family. Why don't you stand to your feet today? Oh my goodness. Who are you tonight? You say, I just wish I had somebody to confide in. You can confide in him. You can confide in him. I've got more notes right here, but I think I'm going to close. I look at the woman with the issue of blood. It fits just perfectly right here. She said, I've been to every expert and they've not been able to help me. I spend every dime I have and I'm getting worse and worse and worse. I imagine, think about it. Some of you know what this feels like. You pick that phone up, you call that doctor and they hear you in the front office. They hear you, the receptionist hears your voice. And I can see them rolling their eyes and they say, it's her again. We don't know what to do with her. Maybe she'll get another doctor. Maybe she'll find somebody else that can help her. We've just not been able to help her. Can you imagine the woman with the issue of blood? They said, it's her again. It's her again. She don't even hardly have any money left. Look at her. She's gotten worse and worse. But somebody told her that Jesus was passing by. I don't know who told her, but thank God for whoever it was. Thank the Lord for whoever said, look at these baskets full of fragments. Let me tell you what he can do. Amen. And I look at her and she said, the Bible says that she heard that Jesus was passing by, was coming by. Oh, I wonder what they told her. I don't know what it was, but it had to be magnificent. It had to just be the truth. Amen. It had to be how blinded eyes had opened and deaf ears had opened and dead bodies had come back to life. Because she said, I'm going to risk my life. I'm going to get to where he's at. Take it to Jesus. I'm going to ask you today, I don't want you to shout it out or whatever, but would you just look at your neighbor? Just grab them by the hand or on their shoulder or somewhere and say, it's time to take it to Jesus. It's time to give it to the Lord. Come on, tell somebody, it's time to take it to Jesus. You tried a lot of things. Now it's time to take it to Jesus. It's time to give it to the Lord. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads all over this place. I don't know who the Lord's speaking to exactly. I really don't. He's not showing me a face or give me a name or anything. But I know without a doubt that He's speaking to some women right here. So I want to ask you today, if you're that one, you're trying to carry it on your own, figuring it out. You're trying to manipulate it. You're trying to control it. You're trying to carry it. The Lord said, cast all your cares on me. I care for you. I care for you. No one's looking for just a minute. If that's you today, just 
between me and you and the Lord. We're going to open these altars up in a minute. But just for right now, it's just between me and you and the Lord. No one's looking, please. If you say, Beth, I needed that message tonight. I can't go home like I walked in this door. I need help. If that's you, just slip your hand up as high as you can. I see some hands. were saying, just send them away. Jesus said, bring them to me. Bring them to me. I want to ask you the second thing before I open this altar up. Is there anybody here on a Friday night that you say, man, I'll just be honest with you. I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. I'll just be honest with you. What you're preaching about is all good and everything. But I need to rededicate my life to Him. I've been running from it. I've been doing my own thing. I've been trying to make my life work. I felt like for a long time I had the tiger by the tail. But now I realize the tiger's got me. And today I want to recommit my life to Jesus Christ or maybe for the very first time I've never surrendered. I've never asked Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. If that's you today, either one of those, if you're riding the fence, you know who you are. If you're riding the fence, He's calling your name out. I'm going to ask you today, won't you turn it over to Jesus? Won't you give it to Him? No one's looking, but would you slip your hand up as high as you can if that's you today? You want to... Surrender your life to Him. You want to recommit your life to Him. Is there anybody right here? You want to give Him your heart. Anybody here? I'm just looking across this congregation. I don't see any hands raised if I've missed anybody. Just let me know. I don't see any hands raised. And I'm going to ask us on the count of three to leave out of our seats. And I want us to step out into this aisle. If you raise your hand and say, Beth, I can't go home. Like I've walked in this door. I'm going to Jesus. I'm coming to Jesus. I want you to come on the count of three. One, two, three. You lifted your hand. You know who you are. You're desperate. You say, Beth, I've got to have it. Will you come right now? Come on, give the Lord a praise as they come. Come on, that's right. Give the Lord a praise. There's so many hands that were lifted. Come on, ladies. Don't be afraid. Now's not the time. Now's not the time to hold back. Now's not the time to wait. Amen. Bring it to Jesus. Bring it to the Master. Bring it to the Lord. Amen. Bring your situation in your family to Him. Bring your situation in your body to Him. Bring your situation in your marriage to Him. Bring that situation going on in your mind to Him. Take it to Jesus today. I'm going to ask all of you that are part of the altar ministry, the prayer ministry, would you come in behind and we're going to just begin to pray for them. Come on, ladies, lift your voices to heaven. Lift your hands to heaven. Amen. Let's let God move. There are so many hands that were lifted tonight. Don't leave. Don't leave without receiving what the Lord has for you. Don't, don't leave without receiving everything He has for you today. Won't you make a move? you come as they begin to sing. Amen. Thank you. As they begin to sing and just set a platform for worship. 
begin to set the atmosphere for faith and to receive today. I encourage you to lift your hands to heaven and let's begin to pray. Come on, ladies. Pray like this was your mama. Pray like this was your sister. Pray like this is your daughter or your aunt or your granddaughter. Let's begin to pray. Come on, would you lift your hands up all over this sanctuary? All over this sanctuary.
doing something in this altar. I feel I know the Lord is doing something, but I feel like there is a there's something else that's happening. And I feel like there's a I'll just kind of speak from my heart what I've sensed is that you're holding on to it so tightly. I think we've gotten so accustomed to it. We're holding on so tightly. Not everybody, but I feel like this some are just holding on to it because it's begun to identify you. It has begun to really be who you are. And you don't even know if you're going to know how to deal with it, deal with life once you turn it over to the Lord. I'm telling you, the Lord said, I am here. I am here now. Give it to me. Lay it at my feet. Surrender it today. And leave out of here a free woman. Leave out of here a changed woman. Leave out of here a woman that the heaviness will lift up off of you. Turn it to me. Give it to me. Lay it down. Come on, ladies. I don't know who it is for sure. I know some. But there's some of you in this altar today. He said, lay it down. Just lay it down. Just surrender it right now. Even if you just have to throw it down. Just get rid of it. Just throw it down. You've been kind of babying it. You've been careful with it. He said, just throw it down. Just cast it down. That's what the word says. Cast all your cares. It means to throw it down. To throw it hard down. Amen. I don't know who you are today. But the Lord knows that you're holding on. But he said, cast it. Cast it. Throw it. Let it go tonight. Oh, let it go tonight. Come on, ladies, as they continue just to set this atmosphere. Ladies, would you lay hands on these women? Would you lay hands on these women? They need to be free. He that the Son is set free is free indeed. There's women on this altar. They need to be loosed. Free in Jesus' name. Come on, ladies, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's believe. Let's speak it. Would you do it?
No. 
Lord keeps speaking to me, I want you to do this just for a minute. And if you're uncomfortable doing it, don't worry about it. Do it anyway. And I just want you to take your neighbor's hand because there's some people here. I just, I just know the Lord just spoke this to me over this young lady. Some people feel like they can't even pray. I was in a place one time where I was in a hard place. I felt like I couldn't even pray. And a dear friend of mine, I went in, I went to where she was at. And she started talking to me. I said, you know what? I said, I can't pray. I can't. She said, that's all right. I'll, I'll take you to the throne. She said, I'll take you to the throne. Sometimes it's hard for us to get there. We're in that kind of a spot. I want you to grab somebody's hand and say, I'll take you there. Come on, I'll take you there. Be that intercessor right now. Be the one that stands in between. Be the one that stands in the gap. I know it's getting a little bit late, but it's not that late. Come on. Would you just begin to pray over that man, that woman there beside you, that woman, your sister? See, I'll stand in the gap. I'll take you. I'll stand in the gap. I'll take you there. I'll take you there. Thank you, Lord. Come on, that's right. Let him speak to you. That's right. Pray for your neighbor. Just pray for your neighbor. Say, I'll take you there. I'll take you there. Yes, I thank you, Lord. Yes, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Come on, that's right. Just let the Lord move. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just let the Lord move. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Shut 
hands toward Beth, and let's pray for her, for God to restore her tonight. God, we thank you so much for your word tonight. God, we thank you for the gift in Beth, God. Thank you for her sacrifices. God, we have no idea the price that she pays for the anointing that you have placed on her life. So God, tonight we pray for sweet rest. We pray that you would strengthen her in every way. Pour back into her what she poured out tonight, God. God, we thank you for what you are doing in her. Continue to bless her in every way. God, we praise you and we thank you for what you have done in this place tonight. For every woman that felt your, your touch, had an encounter with you, we believe that we will never be the same again. And we thank you, God. We praise you for this service. Thank you for meeting us in this place. Thank you that when you said where two or three are gathered in your name, you would be here because you are here tonight. God, and we are so grateful. We are so grateful. Let's give him another hand. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Praise you. Praise your name, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for coming tonight. We are so grateful for all the churches that have joined us, all our faith family here at Northview. So come back in the morning, yep. 10 o'clock. We get to do it again. Amen. Y'all have a wonderful evening.